Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the world, this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free, Triple M's, Tanya and Steve. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello. What you won't know as you're listening to today's podcast is... You are listening to one half of this team nude. <laughs> Completely naked. <laughs> Pretty much. That's how it feels. Mm-hmm. Steve did not wear a hat today, everyone, and uh, it's freaking me out. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Daniel, for 20 years, mate, didn't know I was bald. I, I just strolled in and she went, well, well hang on a minute. <laughs> um, I did get to play with it earlier. Um, can't, yes. Can't play you that because it was... Well, a tad X-rated in mm, the end. Slightly yeah. obscene. <laughs> yep. uh, how does it feel? Do you well, feel cold? Uh, just <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Like the baseball cap through the day is my uniform. It's yeah. just wrong. But the reason is uh, people go, oh, it must be easy not having to worry about washing your hair and yeah. all that. You know what? When you and, and, all, and there is a lot, you know that, these guys with guys that shave their sure. heads. Oh, no, no, no. It's more hassle. It's more maintenance. Yeah. Why? Because if you don't shave it every day or every second day and you let it go for a week, you look like George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please do that. Please don't shave for a week. You know what, Tendi, and this is from the bottom of my heart, I have thought many times for a sight gag to just do it and then self-respect keeps coming in. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Steve, get over yourself. Just go in there and look like George Costanza for a day. My mum, Betty, used to go, oh, love. Mm. Love, why don't you just let your hair grow a little bit. Mum, because it looks like a patchwork <laughs> quilt. <laughs> oh so anyway, guys listening right now, yeah. totally get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you shave, it's all good. Yep. You let it grow a little bit. You've got a dead wombat wrapped oh around the back of your head. Oh my God, how annoying. Well, yeah. makes for a beautiful mullet. <laughs> how do you get to the back? What do you mean? Oh, you Just guess. Yeah, no, usually you need a bit of a back mirror, yeah. Do you? Yeah, a little hand mirror, but yeah, you, after a fair while you can, you're right, mm. you can mm. kind of guess it and just... Fingers crossed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So but that, so there learn. you go is uh, the secret to a lot of uh, guys who shave their head. They're not wearing a hat to hide from being bald. They're very aware they're bald. <laughs> it's just the, uh, oh, I've got about four days growth there. I'll just uh, whack the hat on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's born out of laziness. Okay. I'd love to see it though. Maybe one day you'll end up in hospital. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful dream to have for your friend. <laughs> No, oh, no, Rosie, Rosie, isn't that a wonderful dream? Oh, fingers crossed Steve ends up hospital one day. Fingers crossed you have a really no, nasty accident no, one day. No, I didn't say that. Head. I just mean, you know, like a colonoscopy and then we have to keep you in for a few days. I think so the, complications uh, from surgery. That's you, what she wants for that, you, that's Steve. That's right. Well, uh, let, let, let's just hope it isn't bowel cancer, right? Yeah. Uh, for the sight gag of the hair. Uh, I oh. think your only chance would be, what? Uh, okay, if you entered me onto I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. What a great idea. Yeah, the only thing is, I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are the people on it. No, that's a good point. That's actually, right. I'd actually put myself a couple of notches above. Yeah, 100%. Because I, uh, I have thought about that. Yeah, wouldn't be able to things, shave out two there. Two things. Shaving the head and smoking. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Gosh. God, we're doing some overtime. Can we wrap this thing up? We're going to start <laughs> the podcast. Oh, it's a podcast, mate. Uh, <laughs> Haven't you we heard can go for, We can go for hours. They oh, yeah, bang on going. about nothing on most podcasts. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> it's all right. We'll finish now. Okay. Is there not, by the way, can I just say this? Is there not now a person in the universe who hasn't got a podcast? <laughs> no. Nah, I mean, true. honestly, my auntie Beryl's got one. <laughs> Here it is. Record a starlings of tea, Wilkes. That wasn't very good. 
don't even think this segment could get any worse. Tanya and Steve's Rock and Record a Ruse Day. Uh, rising Santa, Red Hot Chili Pepper tickets. All you've got to do is nail the song that Tanya's playing on the recorder. You've got to ring through first, though. <clears throat> I don't play one note until you're ready to go. One triple three five three. That's our number. Give us a call now. You made that sound like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you haven't practiced this one, I think. No. Okay, you're pretty confident. But I chose an easy one. I'll give you a clue. Chose an easy Australian, ah. almost mm. an anthem. Okay. Mm. Um, and there's only three notes. Okay. There's only three notes. So the phones have lit up. One triple three five three. That is our phone number. Give us a call right now. Because the giveaway would be, albeit a flute in the actual song, but with a recorder, the giveaway would be the one I'm thinking. No, it's not that one. No, I know. Yeah. I was wondering. Oh yeah. Are you going to go yeah, that? No. <laughs> so so no. we need uh, title and artist. Uh, we're just having a little bit of an uh, issue with the phones. I think they've melted down over the Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah, tickets. Look at them all jump on for the it's tickets. It's not the tickets. I mean, uh, look it's at them all the jump on. It's the opportunity to. Oh, sorry, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> guess right. a recorder. That's song. right, isn't it, Megan from New Lambton? Nothing about the tickets. Is you just want to join in on the fun. That's very true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> all right, Megan. All right. I Megan. think you're going to get this. It's only three notes. Okay. I know it. Straight away. It's Aussie. You know it too, Megan. Oh, um. We need the title and artist today because these are Chili Peppers tickets Ooh. as well. Oh, right. Um, no? No, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, Kick yourself, Megan. You can tell she knows it. Rebecca yeah. at Charlestown, do you know what it is? Oh, I couldn't hear it properly. Here we go. <laughs> Kelly, um... Come on, come on. Oh, what's the name of the song? She got married early, never had no money. Oh, what is it? <laughs> to her door. Yeah! Paul Kelly. Yeah! <laughs> I'm telling you, Beck, all the Newcastle was leaning into their radio for you. You're off to the Red Hot Chili Peppers with Post oh Malone. That's amazing. I never win anything. Oh, you have today, well, mate. Done. When's well that gig? Right? It's next week. week. Yeah, next February week. 2. Tickets on sale at livenation.com.au. We all saw the Chili Peppers when they were here only mm. like two years ago. Beck, you are in for a great show. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Awesome. <laughs> well done, Rebecca. Oh, so glad you got it. It's funny going through Sydney on the weekend, uh, dropping Jasmine off. And I saw about three billboards for this tour. Yeah. You know what I loved about it? What are they now? Yeah, well, they're all in past, their 50s. In their 50s. Yeah. yeah. But it was one of those old 80s band shots. I reckon they've deliberately done it. Like one of those band shots where they're all hanging with caps backwards. <laughs> and it just looks it looks wrong. And I reckon they've gone, yeah, just come on, put do it up. It. That's so good. Um, do you want to go out on a Why little bit not? of Paul Kelly? Uh We've got about six or so seconds left in this intro here, Tanya. Here we go. They got married early, never had no money. Then when he got laid off, they really hit the skid. Such a happy tale, isn't it? <laughs> they got married too young, he got laid off, they hit the skids. Well, I find a few polls like that, don't you? Well, you're right. <laughs> What up with that? What up with that? What up with that? Tell you 
know, we were yakking about this yesterday. We're quite curious if anyone's got one because the big Bunnings item that's flying out the window, in fact, they've hardly got any left, is a $69 hammock. Uh, and I just keep looking at it going, is it really that good? Well, you I, know when something jumps on and everyone goes, we've got to get one? I purposely did not look at the article you were showing okay, me because yeah. I wanted you to explain well, it. Well... Because uh, I don't know what the uh, the item is that everyone apparently is trying desperately to get their hands on. Please give us a call if you've got that sixty nine dollar hammock from Bunnings. One triple three five three. Give us a call right now. Is it the aqua? Is it kind of a bit of an aqua colour, Steve, or it, green or something? It, yeah, or blue? It's, yeah, yeah. It's just a floater. It's, it's nothing. To, it's just a hammock. It's just like a you know swing. Put your kid on it. Metal bars. But oh, uh, so it's a big. Apparently, it's like a everyone's big swing going mad hammock. with it. Okay, so it's, it? right. it's a few people in it. It's called the the popular hammock bed. Mm-hmm. $69. People are going crazy for it. Yeah, they're like running out of stock everywhere, like literally right. everywhere. You know when something gets on board and, and then you go, oh, I'm going to get one of those and you can't. But okay. I've got to be honest with you, T. At least someone's a bit bigger. Because uh, even from your old place in Mayfield going back quite a while now, yeah. I'm not good with a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that one looks a bit more stable, though. It does though. look more stable. Yeah, this one says a hammock Pod, so that's kind yeah. of like what it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a bit of a round thing. Could have something to do with why it's popular, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just not good at getting in, yeah, nor out, yeah, of a hammock. Yeah, it's it's an art form. I just wonder though, because I keep seeing the must-have item that's flowing out the door from mm. Kmart. Yes. the must-have item every popping so a lot, isn't it? I just don't know whether that's whether everyone's definitely got their hands on it or it's just a marketing tool. Yeah, good point. We should do that for us. Oh, right. That's a, a breakfast show idea. no one can't listen to. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. Um, yeah, no. Nah, I, I haven't seen it. No? And I was I only at Bunnings on Saturday. Well, no, yeah. And yeah. No, look, no one's calling yet, but no. one triple three five three. if you do have the, the hammock pod could from be, Bunnings, 69 bucks, give us a call. We'd love to talk to could you. Could be that marketing ploy that, and you're right, yeah. I see it a lot now, the yeah. thing flying out of Aldi, the thing yeah. flying out of Kmart. Yeah, it's yeah. like they, they start with that to create your interest. Exactly. Yeah. All right, they've sucked me in, yeah. <laughs> They've sucked me in, although I don't feel bad, because more the conversation for me was hammock. Yeah, I don't... Hammock, I, I'm not good at them. I... I I like it. It looks good. I reckon my kids would break that in about three minutes. There yeah. we are. Yeah. yeah. They'd all try and climb on it, and they'd be like, no, it's my turn, no, it's my turn. They'd all climb on it and be broken. Mm. I find them nerve-wracking. Because of their instability? <laughs> well, once you, even if you can get in, yeah. and then you're like, oh, no, at some stage you've got to get out. <laughs> well, I don't find anything relaxing about a hammock. Mm. Actually, there was an item on the beach that I saw uh, over the holidays oh, that it, it was like the must-have beach item. Exactly this kind of story that you've the seen. The cabana yes. type thing? Yes, the cabana yeah. type thing. It was like a blue and a white thing. It's yeah. not just a beach umbrella. It's like a little, yeah, f- there's four kind of big posts in the they've ground, one be, middle one. They've yes. got to be banned. Everyone was having They're it. They're taking up too much beach. Well, we've got a lot of beach. I actually like them um, because it keeps your sun, smi- sun smart. Yeah, sun for that. Yeah. Which would be great if everyone just didn't put them between the flags on the beach. Because <laughs> you're right, we yeah. have got a lot of beach, yeah. but that's not where they go. No, I know. They all just get punched in together. Mm. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, I get the why, particularly mm. if you've got young kids. Sure. I get it. But I'm not that type too, because there's you know beach people mm. who righto family. Ricey's probably one of them. They get to the beach at nine. and They come home around about two. <laughs> Pretty Do much, you take an yeah. umbrella when you go? Uh, yeah, beach umbrella. Yeah. I got a beach umbrella for Christmas. Oh, did you? My son bought me one. Yeah. Um, and he did a nice one. It's a lovely one. Beautiful. We took it out on Christmas Day onto onto Burley Beach. Yep. And um, we're sitting there, and then as he and his father were coming out of the water, and I was sitting under the beach umbrella, he said, "Oh my God, Mum, I wish I'd looked better at the pattern." 
I said, why? What is it? Oh, no. It's full of naked women. Ah! I'm sitting under a beach umbrella full of <laughs> naked women. There you go. Yeah. It's like, look, where did you buy this? In, all, in, all in a honest, nightclub? In Lorch's defence, though, mate. Who does look at the pattern until it's... You know well, what I mean? Well, he didn't. Well, like, I didn't like, either. You yeah. just look at the colour, whatever, yeah. and yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and it's quite salacious. Like, there's a few shots, I'm thinking, that's not... PG? It must have been a, a beach. Might have been a freebie you got at like that. Sounds like a freebie yeah. you got at a bottle shop. No, no you bought a case of beer and a free yeah. beach umbrella. Chances are, chances are knowing, look, he won it in a dance off somewhere <laughs> exactly. late at night and said, Oh, Mum, I love this. Exactly. Yeah. How long did you, okay, on that, right? Yeah. And, and you are uh, not known for being the golden brown tan girl. Mm. How long do you. Like, fake, what's going? Yeah. yeah, but what's going to the beach for you on a time thing? Oh, like, how long do I spend there? Yeah. Oh, if I'm in, if I'm with him and we're up there, a yep. couple of hours. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I can get to the beach at nine, nine by twenty past. <laughs> <laughs> in, out, done. Yeah, see, so don't hang around. No. Well, see, I wouldn't have if I didn't have a beach umbrella. You That's go true. in, hit the water, have a swim, get out of there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he's just cooking his children for five <laughs> hours. A day. No, we're actually pretty. We're like two to three hours maximum. And not in the middle of the day as yeah, well. Like same. my wife, she's a skin cancer doctor. She's like so adamant about yeah. not okay. getting sunburned. And yeah. um, Stella, like, our kids are kind of actually pretty fair. So... Yeah, no. Yeah. I'd be all right with the beach except for all that sand. Ooh. Every year for the last um, two decades, Comsec has uh, done a report of the state that comes out number one with Australians. So this isn't... Yes, there's financials involved in this, but they also do a big chunk of where we want to live. Okay. And for the very first time ever... In the history of this survey, a crunching of numbers, there is one state that's never won it before that is now number one. Queensland! Really? Yes! It's always either New South Wales or Victoria. You know, we say, and I, I grew up there, of course, born down here, but grew up there and come back. You know, we often say, T, because you go up there a lot now with Lork and everything, Queensland's really grown up mm. and has, you know, it used to be kind of like, you know, laughed about being backward and all that. Yeah. But it's not. The number of times we come back and go, wish we had that. I know. Wish we did this. Wish, wish the weather the- was like that up there. Yeah. Then is well, down here. Yeah, weather yeah. too, but yeah. more just the cities, the, yeah. the parks, the, mm-hmm. the whole place. Yeah, I love it. Has got a nice feel, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. It's got a good feel to it now. Yeah. Except for the humidity, still kills me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and does. the fact that Anastasia Palaszczuk still runs the joint. Oh. I don't like her. No, <laughs> you've never liked her. No, I know. Really. She locked us out from seeing our That's why. family, yeah. didn't she, mate? Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. Stay Ooh. hate too. That's that Steve's favorite thing. so oh, stupid, that whole talking of borders. But anyway. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and doesn't she still owe uh, us money, New South Wales does. money? She does, because we quarantine their citizens. There you go. <laughs> Pay right. us back what, we, uh, what it, you owe us. Well, I hope but we're it, all sensing the hate. <laughs> the but isn't that interesting? So for the many, many years, Queensland was a poor fifth, yeah. poor sixth yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and this year, New South Wales has come in number four. Oh. So I don't know why the tables have turned. Well, I do. They, mm. They're citing the, to basically the cost of living, yeah, it's trying to buy room? a house here. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Did we yeah. meet Victoria? Because I know they've, they've kind of fallen around the world with the Melbourne used to be always like in the top-ranking cities. Yeah, no, they Victoria beat us. Oh, boo. Mm. Um, but Queensland beat everybody. Ah, okay. Yeah. It, it is funny when you're with them, particularly my sister, uh, and I'm sure with Lork doing occasional tie kicks as well mm. with real estate and things mm. like that, yeah. when you sit with your sister, um, my sister Sue, and she'll go, oh, Steve, that house down there, it's worth 300000 now. I'm like... <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gone through the roof up here. I mean, it's a lot more yeah. than it used to be, but it is compared to us. Yeah. Real estate prices are still well, affordable, whatever you want to call it, yeah. less than ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Although, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, the Gold Coast is frightening. Oh, well, the that's really prices. next level, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah. It's horrendous. So, As my uh, daughter asked, and it's a fair question, when she even saw houses that I pointed out, Meriwether, or I pointed out wherever are prices of houses, mm. because believe me, in comparison, when we all know Australia versus Europe, yeah. so much cheaper in Europe, um, she'd go, but Dad, who buys them? Mm. Who? Who are these people that own these $3 million houses? And who? Mm. And I said, drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. um, Good answer. It's the only way your dad sleeps at night. Yeah. But, you know, I, and my answer actually was, I would call 50% hand downs. From you family. know families oh, okay. on yeah. the big big item, right? And the rest, I don't know. Yeah. Who are they, T? Well. Could you ring and tell them? <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to know that. Too. There's a couple for Everyone sale wants in, to know that. in Burner Street, Merriweather at the moment, like overlooking Dixon Park yeah. Beach and, and the park there. There's no price on them, but I can't, can't even imagine. They're brand new. Yeah. Who buys those houses? They've got to be like six or seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, drug dealers. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of younger people that made a lot of money, though, in mm. this tech age in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Right. The health and fitness industry. True. Influences. I mean, there's one story I could tell you, right? She's about 27, 28 now. She's got a pad that overlooks Memorial Drive. Right. Mm-hmm. She bought it all from Instagram. Really? She bought it all from Instagram. See, that helps me sleep at night knowing how hard I've worked all my life and a chick that unboxes on Instagram, unbo- well, unboxes makeup, uh, can afford that house. Well, she's got more going for her than just unboxing makeup, this one. Oh. Um, so, yeah, she, she look, she's made her money looking fantastic. Okay. So there's... Good yeah, and um, Yeah, there's a few of those around, yep. believe it or not, wow. in Newcastle. Okay, yeah. so that, I'll just say, yeah, uh, Instagram influencers, Jasmine, <laughs> yes. own these houses now. <laughs> and, and drug dealers. And, and drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. Text the Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Good morning, Go Go Gadget Man. <laughs> good morning. I can't think of you now without seeing you in a trench coat now. <laughs> well, go is... Go Gadget everything, you know the deal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, trench coat could have been better, but anyway, yes, uh, yep. <laughs> now, Trevi, what have you got for us? You're saying that Apple has got a second coming for its HomePod speaker. What does all that mean? Well, the HomePod came out in 2018, and it was this revolutionary smart speaker because it was actually a good speaker. Google Home was out at the time, but it, you couldn't really listen to the radio or music. It wasn't amazing to listen to. Apple's HomePod was this big, bulky thing, 500 bucks too, uh, but it sounded unbelievable. Then they brought out the mini version, you know, asked Siri to turn on lights, all that kind of stuff. But this one disappeared. Well, they've announced that next week it's it's back. The HomePod is back, $479.00. Similar thing, um, same smart. So you put it against a wall. It knows it's against a wall, so it protects the music out. Put it in the middle of a room, it's 360. So phenomenal. But I think it's coming because the smart home is going to be a big thing this year. Smart home's been around for a while, but there's some new technology, some simpler gadgets that are going to make smart home awesome this year. And I think Apple needs to be in that game. So if you love using Siri and voice control and you're deep in the Apple ecosystem, HomePod. Back next week, February three. I always ask you, Trevor, and it's um, you know, random question, but what's popular at the moment? Oh, I mean, I've got an Alexa. I love it. I adore it. I hate Google as a present too. But what's the common one still in most households at a ballpark figure? In Australia, yeah. uh, Google probably has fifty percent right. of the market, okay. maybe sixty or seventy. Uh, Amazon next with a maybe a ten or twenty percent, and then Apple uh, because Google went so hard early with like free giveaways through Woolies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas in America, Amazon massive, easily the biggest speaker. Right. And do, uh, do they differ too much with their technology? No. 
not at all. That's the thing. They all do the same stuff. Right. And so mm-hmm. I've got we've got Google in one room and Alexa in the next. Yeah. So you can have multiple, but I believe picking one and essentially going with that ecosystem throughout the home is the best approach. If I was to pick one, by the way, I'd go Alexa too, Steve. Yeah, okay. Well, Except for she doesn't pick up a Dutch accent. Got Jasmine, very cranky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've only got the little um, Alexa, like Amazon Echoes they are. I think they're called the mm-hmm. little ones, haven't we, Steve? And uh, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think, yeah. And you can get ones with screens now. You can yeah. get no, ones yeah. with the bigger speakers. Mm-hmm. I've got one in the office here that has a screen, but it follows me around the room. So it's like I'm always, it's always looking at me. Uh, I don't like that. Personally, it's getting a bit creepy, but yeah. it is great if you like that kind of thing. Alexa's all my music, and this is true. Um, I, it was a present a year or two ago. I got one of the Google screen yes. things. Yeah, I've got the one too. only thing I use it for is uh, timer for the oven. Yeah. <laughs> what okay. a great thing, though. That's you it. put something on, you just yell out to Google, set a 10-minute timer. Hey, presto, done. I do. It's wow. the two ladies I live with. <laughs> Alexa and Google. <laughs> All right. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, you know what I did see? And you're going to tell us about it. The butcher that is open oh. 24-7. I love this story. I just spoke to this guy he, uh, for my podcast. Jake Walke is his name. Um, he runs a farm. It's a, re- a regenerative, sustainable farm. Very cool idea. But he also has a butchery. So he, he bought the butcher's shop. So out the back, he's got butchers employed to actually carve up the, the meat. But he has no staff out the front. There's no counters. It's a membership-based thing. So once you've become a member, you get a PIN code. So that PIN code works for you. You go into the butcher at any time of day, 24-7. You, you pick up what you want. You scan the barcode in an app and you walk out. 24-7, you can go in there, grab a steak uh, or, or pork, whatever you like. And hey, presto, it's all done without staff. Now, this is not about putting staff out of work. This is about creating a business that wouldn't work if it had staff because the cost would be too high. Mm. And it's all done with technology. Very mm. similar to how Amazon has some stores in America that are 100% cash and uh, checkoutless. You just walk in, grab what you want, and walk out. It's wild that that exists down in Albury. Yeah. I know. And what I loved, he said, and you can't become a member until you do a tour of the farm. And to all the naysayers, like you touched on the fact that um, he doesn't have staff, is he putting people out of work? No, he said it allows him to actually put more people on at the farm because that's, that's the it. focus. And the reason no one steals from him is because when you do that, that to farm tour, you shake his hand. Yeah. Very hard thing to steal from someone who shook their hand. True. Mm. I love it. Mm. Good on him for trying something different. Oh, Walkie yeah. Farm, it's called. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Trevor. It's gone viral on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please tell me it's a farmer doing a dance. <laughs> no, just talking about his butchery. <laughs> oh, there good. Go. Good. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Trevor. Cheers. Bye. There's Trevor Long from EFTM.com. He joins us every Tuesday to talk all things tech. You know, just on that, something that I've seen coming around on socials, but I've noticed it myself, is you notice there's more and more self-checkouts in the supermarkets. Yeah. But to the point now where they, they trick you because you get in one, you think there's someone, and then you get to the end and there isn't. <laughs> I've noticed that. What do you mean? What, yeah. Okay. Tell me, explain. Go, go to Cold Waratah. Right? Yeah. You've got your, your standard self-checkouts. Yes. Next one along yeah. is, is one of the long, you push your stuff on there. Yeah. Okay. And, oh. you, and you just go, oh, I'll put the light. But then when you get to the end, oh. There's no one there. No, oh, you got to do it yourself on yes. that one. Oh, I haven't seen that okay. yet. That's actually so convenient because if you've got a big shop, yeah. it's so hard to go to the self-checkout because there's no room. That's why it's that's there. That's so good. Yeah, no, it's not right. There's more people getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, people like you are the, uh, the reason they're there. <laughs> 
you guys have briefly discussed the change the date argument that's revolving around Australia Day, and it's had an impact on our sporting codes in the last 48 hours. You might have just heard in the news, Tennis Australia saying they won't be celebrating or really acknowledging Australia Day at Melbourne Park due to differing views mm-hmm. on it. While Cricket Australia will play a game on Thursday, but are reconsidering the idea of January 26 for next year, it comes as their women's team standby comments made by Indigenous player Ash Gardner not feeling comfortable playing on the day. We've had a lot of discussions as a group around the game on Jan 26th and we're fully supportive of Ash and her stance and her feelings and, and views around it. It's something that we can't control in terms of the scheduling and, and playing on that day but something that we would like to do is just acknowledge the sadness and grief that that day does bring for First Nations people. So that's skipper Meg Lanning there. Now sports far from the most important part of the conversation around this topic but for athletes and sports not to be on board with the patriotic feeling we want to enjoy on our national day is an issue isn't it Mm. especially since and to be fair to the people who run sport it's the legislated public holiday like if i'm running a sport i'm putting games on whatever day you tell me australia day is I'm in step with you guys, Tanya and Steve. Happy if the date of Australia Day is changed Mm -hmm. so everyone can celebrate on the day and not feel bad about it. But even if it was moved, I think the idea of of no sport on January 26th is a bit of a stretch as well because Anzac Day, Boxing Day, Mm -hmm. Christmas Day, New Year's Day all had sport played on them last year. When I started doing this, Christmas Day and Good Friday was sacrosanct Christian holidays, yes. and now there's a couple of games on every year. Yeah. So whatever happens to January 26, I think you'll still be playing sport on it. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that issue will go away, whatever happens to the, the change of the date. Yeah. So I yeah. think it's those two arguments that have been meshed together in what's happening in cricket and with the tennis as well. Yeah, exactly. And you saw something else too yesterday, Steve, with P&O. Yeah, P&O, uh, apparently it went out that there'll be no, um, on one of their ships, no celebrating, no flags, none of that. Uh, but apparently the CEO of P&O said, well, it's news to me. Yeah, okay. So, so that was interesting, wasn't yeah. it? I think the captain made the choice maybe or, right. or whatever it is. Um, yeah, we, we should throw it out because mm. it is, we're two days away from what used to be mm. such a celebration. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. It really did. Yep. And that was before we started thinking uh, more about how sad it is. And it is a day of mourning. It is an invasion day for a, a percentage of our population, our Australian population. Mm. Um, so what do you think? Uh, there's more and more sports or organisations. We know that you can choose your date. If yep. you work for some of the supermarkets, you don't have to have Thursday off. Yeah, okay. So, so do you think it's over? Do you think that, that it's the momentum has now gone too far? Government needs to catch up and we do need to change the date. I, I think on that level of um, regardless if you don't have any views, you're just made to feel bad. Yeah. 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 So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So the people that don't even have a view on it were going, well, you know, apparently I'm in trouble if I celebrate. If I yeah. don't, I don't. You know, like, yeah, it's pressure. getting It's getting uncomfortable there. to want to put a celebration on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Which is true. Definitely. Yeah. Well, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you right now about Australia Day coming up in two days' time. Is it over? Not a new deal, but I think both Tanya and I agree the momentum has got to the point now where uh, the whole date change it and all of that is like, if, even if you're against it, whatever it's like, but it's not creating a good vibe for the day anymore, is it? No, I think the easiest thing, um, and this is where government have failed the people and the people have decided to take matters into their own hands, would be to change the date because at the end of the day, it is not an inclusive date when you've got a percentage of Australians feeling that they are 
it's an affront to their culture. It's yeah. an affront to First Nations people. It is Invasion Day. You can you can dress it up whichever way you want to dress it up and say it's the flag we fought under and all the rest of it. But this date has a terrible significance for a portion of Australians. And that is why I believe that the government have left their run a bit late and it should have been changed. I think the point everyone tends to miss on this is that it's only been an official holiday since 1994. Exactly. Right? It's not like been in our history since 1901. Or 1994 was the first Jan 26th day of, right? Yeah. So it's not a history thing. No. That's why I'm like, oh, change the day. Please. If it makes the whole country happier, yes. it's not that embedded to me. Yeah. Leah's at Stockton. What do you think, Leah? Look, I think that, you know, what you said is we're starting to actually listen. And I think that that's exactly it. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are telling us that this is not a good day for them. Mm. Why would we want to be in a country that purposely segregates our First Nations people? Mm. Yeah. Listen to them. So, and another point while we're here is it's not about us apologising for our ancestors, it's about us not celebrating it. I think that there's, you know, we... You know, people say sometimes, oh, I said sorry or, or I didn't do it. We all, we teach our children. Saying sorry is demonstrated through behavioural change. Yeah. And yeah. ongoing behavioural change, an ongoing political and systemic change. And the other thing that, you know, people say to me a lot, because I'm a very big advocate for this, is, well, what day should it be? I don't get to choose. I'm not Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. Can we start asking the right people the questions and having the right people set the legislation? Yep. Thank you, Leah. I appreciate your call. Um, oh, in fairness, I'd like to choose, Lee. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm very particular about my days off. Dave's at Raven Terrace. What What do you think about the Australia Day uh, date of tw- Gen 26? And should we be changing it, Dave? No, mate, I reckon it just, look, honestly, it's getting to the point now, Steve, and I don't know if you agree with me, and, and can you aware of all the same vintage? Um, the country's turned into a bunch of Pollyannas. If, it, if it's going to upset a lot of people, then so be it. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, let's say sorry and we'll move on. But let's just not have a day off. Let's just go to back to work and just forget about the day. Like you said, Steve, 1994, they brought it in. Yeah. How many people yeah. will jump up and down then and cry because they don't get a day off? Yeah. A couple of weeks yeah. after Christmas. Yeah, like, I think that's... that's that, realistic about it. It is yeah. the question. Yeah, it's almost like, well, do we just stop it all together? Well, yeah, um, we do. We we stop January 26th because mm. that is not the day um, that we should be having a party because it means such terrible things to our mm. Aboriginal, our First Nations and Torres Strait Islanders. Mm. But see, that's what I don't get. It's not a bu- We're not a bunch of Pollyannas. This signifies a terrible blight on our history. So why would we make that the day that all Australians should celebrate? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. To me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Don, Don's got a question he wants to ask you both. Yes, Don. Yeah. Hi, Tanya and Steve. Hi. What day do we change it to? Because any day that we pick, someone's going to have a problem with it. Um, so I've been thinking about it. I mean, I don't really care one way or the other. Mm. Um, but perhaps we find the, the date that um, the um, Australian Constitution or the, the date that um, we got real, royal assent to become a nation. Maybe that's the day we should call Australia Day. Maybe, maybe. I honestly don't think it matters too much if what we're looking for is a day 
to just celebrate Australia and Australians. And yeah. we live in this wonderful country and I'd, we're trying to make sure that everybody feels included and united. I particularly sway it away from any significant Same. official date. Yeah. Mm. Just make it Pick a, a Wednesday. Day. Just a, ra- a random date. Because, again, if you went to, uh, he, well, he's saying, not yeah. 1901 Federation. Sure. Well, again, that would be, well. Uh, yeah. So it's just... Not- Tuesday! <laughs> Bell's at Woodbury. Uh, I think she's got something special happening on Australia Day, though. Hey, Bell. What do you think Hi. about Australia How- Day? Well, I I celebrated because my son's birthday. Yeah, that's okay. Perfect. So, I mean, we do get looked at some by some people in the sense of why you're having a big celebration on this day, but every day on the 26th of January every year is my son's birthday. This yeah. year's even more special. He's 21. There you go. Oh, that's lovely for so, you and him. But... But the also, too, is when you book a public venue on this day, there is an added surcharge because it's classed as oh, public holiday. There you are. So, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. But, so I you mean, want to change the day so you don't have to pay the uh, surcharge <laughs> well, bill. Well, you know, like the surcharge is a big... The one thing people do not realise a lot is that it was 1994. Yeah. I think people are yeah. con- like, hang on, this is since time again. No. <laughs> Jody's at Singleton. Um, finish it up for us, Jody. Do you think it should be changed? Absolutely. Should be changed to the 25th. Why is that? Well, that's the day before any crap happened. But also then everything would be on the same date. Christmas, Anzac and Australia Day and it'd be so much easier to remember. You're a genius. Oh, you genius. are a genius. You know what, even before the, a day before it happened, that you're a genius. Yeah. Can't argue with that. I like it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Jodie, our next Prime Minister from Singleton. <laughs> Good on you, Jodes. She's got a point. I does, yeah. Um, you know, it was a day that it, for... Pre that. First Nations would have just been, you know, sadly, not knowing what was to come. Yeah. Um, So it's a good day, the 25th. I hope, I hope... Oh, you know, no, I, know. <laughs> I haven't looked in the history books oh, yet. Oh, no, but, <laughs> don't. But, but the 25th, 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 jeez, yeah. she's Sounds spot Sounds good on. to me. Albo just needs to come out and just do it. No referendum, just do it. Yeah. yeah. One day. Yeah. That won't make any difference no. and make everyone happy. Exactly. It's not Tanya and Steve. Now, now it's Tanya and Steve. Steve. Sorry for that. Where have you been? Uh, stuck in the lift. <laughs> okay. Hey, I have a question. Sorry my life, Dave. <laughs> I know. Uh, a question without notice. Go on. Why? Oh, no, I'll ask you this question right. first. How do you... I don't know whether you eat cereal, do you? Yeah. Oh, do you? Good. Mm. How do you, after you've opened the box of cereal, what do you do to keep it fresh? Oh, okay. With the inner packet with the cereal in it. Well, all right. Uh, you, you'll be shocked at this. What? I put it in a Tupperware container. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, give me a man card. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Trust me. Karen gave it to me. Oh. <laughs> For BJ's Wheat Bix. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yours is always fresh. But, yes, but... For me, mm-hmm. you just roll up the top of the packet. <laughs> exactly. Roll it up. Yep. Yep. Um, when I lived with Felix, he rolled it and pegged it. <laughs> yeah, I use closed pegs a fair bit in yeah. our house. Yeah, for, for open packets. Take his chips. man card. For open packets of chips. <laughs> well, this is why I asked because there's a little thing called a Ziploc bag, mm-hmm. and we've been using them for years. Mm. Why don't cereal manufacturers put a Ziploc top? On a cereal bag. Oh, That's a great you. idea. No, 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 no. Why? Woo up. Why? Have you not bought a packet of cheese? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They all come with the little ziplocs. Yeah. And we never trim it right and it never works. Well, that's a, that must be man cheese then because mine, fi- mine is fine with uh, my ziplock bag. No. Nah. I sit there going, oh, come on. Let's get up. Oh, just throw it in the fridge. I'm not kidding. Never. Ever. Okay. Oh, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. We're using clothes bags to keep our cereal fresh. Yes. But also I think if you open the box correctly, like the cardboard box correctly, you should be able to kind of um, like interlock the top of it so it's kind of like a sealed cardboard box. That that. Yeah, but you've still opened the packet thing. I yeah. know, oh, but still, shouldn't that keep it a little bit fresh? <laughs> no. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a look at the air leaks around the uh, said ripped box. But oh, see, I've got one out there. My wheat mix yeah. is like that at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did taste a little stale. That's right. Right. Yeah. yeah, your wheat mix tastes like a wet leaf now. Eh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, no. uh, but yes, okay. I'll take you back. Another kids don't have now that we had. Don't talk about the toy. Little toy. Toy in it. Choking as of these days. Yeah. Uh, oh, see? There you are. And you know what? They've managed to turn a joy of job into... Oh, bloody choking. Who choked on the toy? Yeah. Yeah. One person. Yeah. <laughs> One person I think ruined pretty good the rest of us. <laughs> Personally. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, collateral damage. And when you think back, though, how many... See, I didn't have siblings, so my household was fine. Yeah. For me to put my filthy little, you know, five-year-old yeah. mitt yeah. down into the cereal to get the toy. But if you had siblings, yuck. Nah, I was ahead of the game. Yuck. Too. I was ahead of the game. What? I'd rip it open, pour it into a big fruit bowl, <laughs> right? Go, go, and then, there it is, put it back in and go, there you go, Sue. There you go, Sue. Must have been any <laughs> but yeah, the kids don't get that now because no. they're joking as yeah. Please. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, I loved all that. <laughs> when, and good. whatever happened to, you know, sitting down to a good bowl of Frosties. <laughs> <laughs> don't start him. How good are Frosties? How good are Frosties, oh. right? There you are. So good. Fruit no, Loops. I never had those. No? No. Cocoa we, Pops? No. We oh. were a we, we, we Bix only household with occasionally on school holidays, I think there was Cocoa Pops once or twice. Because oh, they are just like a chocolate milkshake honey <laughs> country, aren't they? They're crunchy. <laughs> well, I can't even say right. I could be, be cancelled. You got too excited. <laughs> I just said. Come from away. Broadway's feel-good music sensation, Civic Theatre from February 16. On the line. Good to see you, mate. Look, there's um, there's a guy going off about the fact that um, you cannot get a young person to work. Right. He said yeah. th- his name's Joe. He's got a business in Sydney, south southwest Sydney, and he said with Job Seeker the way it is, um, that young people would far prefer to sit on their bums and take the Job Seeker payment than actually take an entry level position and get off their bums and have a job. Right. And this is interesting because it was it's kind of flowed on from the conversation you and I were having yesterday about tradies, how hard it is, and the conversation flipped to people ringing us and telling us they just can't get young people interested to take no. those those apprenticeships like first and second mm-hmm. year yeah. because they're paying around 20 bucks an hour yeah um, and they can't get them interested it's, it's tougher to get them to do the hard yards yeah. to start with because a lot of the mentality is they want to kind of start on mid-level or above yeah uh, it was bottom what bottom yeah but again you know you go are we just brushing this whole generation with laziness uh or is it just a, a, a small group but from my personal experience of people I know with businesses trying to hire, mm-hmm. they're struggling yeah. to find anyone who wants to work. Yeah. Really struggling at the moment. 
So and and the and I go, but why? What's going on? And they go, oh, they prefer pretty much what you just said. Or oh, yeah, no, I don't like getting up early. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Mm. Like going, I know. There's so many um, caveats on someone that's looking for a job. Yeah, these days. yes. No, I yeah, want to be able yeah. to surf in the morning, and I <laughs> yeah. don't want to work on weekends because yeah. I need a social life. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> whereas <laughs> there's one for you, yeah, bar work. <laughs> oh, what weekends? Oh no, oh, not good with <laughs> weekends. Know. Friday nights? Nah, I'm out. So that is the question. Are yeah. they? Is it a lazy generation? Generation, or are we just tarring them all with the one brush? What yeah. do you think? Yeah, one triple three five three. If you've got a thought on this, we'd love to talk to you right now because I'm sure there's a lot of kids out there. Of course, there that, are. Aren't, that aren't lazy. No, there, there is a lot of kids out there that want to work and make some money well, and be, be ambitious. Annoyed. They must be annoyed, or the parent of those kids must be annoyed that you know that big brush gets sweet. But True. don't forget too, these days, and I don't apologise at all because it's very easy for the liberal to look at us and call us a bunch of boomers. Yeah, mm. I know. And we wouldn't have it. dinosaurs boomers. So yeah. hey, just get them back to you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's yeah. Not, it's not anything bad. Yeah. Uh, we're allowed to disagree or look upon a generation in a different way. Mm. It's called being a human being but and having a thought process of your own. But you're talking about friends that, um, yeah. and I know who you're talking about, that can't get young people mm. to do the, the, the job. Well, a, a couple on various different levels of um, work as well. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen um, subways close. I've seen little cafes close with notes putting can't get staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't get people to work the hours for the money we're offering. Yeah. So we're going to have to close the business. And now, okay, do you, and I just top my head as we just said it because you just said money we're paying. Is that a problem because our wages have not gone up in so long? And I mean that on, across the board. Yeah. That are we just offering these kids ridiculously low you know, considering the price of living yeah. and the cost of living. Maybe, Steve. Do they look at it and go, really? Yeah. Is that what you're going to pay? Like, if you're a first-year apprentice, the idea is, I guess, that you're probably still living at home mm. and you're getting parental um, support mm-hmm. because there's no way a first-year apprentice can live out on their own. They no. can't. They well, can't yeah. They can't live in a shared economy. They, they don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve, yeah, Steve, Steve Rutherford, what do you think, mate? Well, it's funny. You guys seem to talk about what goes on in my house. I'd bloody lot. <laughs> so I had this argument with my daughter only the other day. She's 26 years old. She'd sooner be a casual worker and there's two things with the generation. One, they're lazy and two, they don't want the permanent job because they seem to get Centrelink um, compensation for, for not working and right. it's crazy. And I had this argument with her that she's like, you're addicted to Centrelink you need to get off it. Is it kind of like that, uh, yeah, if I get paid too much, I'll get docked with the Centrelink money? Get docked from the Centrelink money. It's exactly what she said to me. I said, but what if you've got a permanent job? You'd earn more money. And you've got all the benefits that come in with um, a permanent job. So exactly. that's, that's not even appealing to her? No. Did you, do you think I could make any headway in that argument at all? Wow. Jeez. Thank you, Steve, for the call. Yeah. Appreciate it. What about you, Jen? Oh, hi. How are you going, guys? Um, good, Jen. What, what are your, what's your take on all of this? Well, my take also comes back to the way you raise your kids as sure. well. Mm. If you're modelling that you're both working and you, you know, get a job and you work for your living. My son's a 22-year-old. I spoke to you before when he finally got his apprenticeship yeah. through as an electrician. Yeah. All his mates are tradies. Mm. And I think they've just all grown up around that work ethic. You work for what you want. And now they're all reaping the rewards. His apprenticeship ended up taking nearly five years due to employers going bust and different things. But, you know, we stuck it out, and here he is now earning probably double of his father and I combined <laughs> company car at 22. It's funny you, you know. say that, Jen, because I'm a big believer, not necessarily parental. Uh, I think it's who you hang with. Oh, a, exactly. Huge oh, bearing. Yeah. Huge Absolutely. Bearing. Because that's you know, when, when your teens and older, mm. yeah, whatever your parents said, whatever, yeah. it's like, it's, yeah. it's your peers. Yeah, you must be oh, really proud I agree. of him. 
um, for sticking oh, with it because it sounds absolutely. like it was a tough road to get it there. It was a tough one, but you know what? But all of them, you know, and in his group of friends, and it's a huge group, there's a number of electricians, there's plumbers, there's builders. You know, they've all stuck it out. But you're right. It was all those hands-on kids. The kids that were a bit of goofballs at high school, yeah. they wanted to be out kicking the footy because they're the outdoors hands-on kids mm. and they're all now reaping rewards. So I think we can't tarnish them all with the one brush. I agree. Good thoughts. Thanks, Jim. Uh, Margaret at Stroud's got a really good example here. Hey, young... Margaret. Hello. How are you going? Good. What's yours, mate? My 15-year-old granddaughter has her own car detailing business. Ah. Wow. Vacuums, cleans, car off, the whole works, black tyres. Yeah. And, 15, ha- and her 13-year-old sister mows a few lawns and does things like that. Yeah. So that's they're not all lazy. And no, that's why not. the country's in good shape for the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little entrepreneurs. Kelly is at Kurumbong. What's what's it um, like at your place, Kel, with the kids? Hi. Um, I've got two sons, one's twenty two years old and he's just about to complete his fourth year in plumbing and he's a super hard worker will go to work sick if, even when he shouldn't probably and I've got a 16 year old who has completed year 10 actively looking for work in carpentry or electrical and we've enrolled him in TAFE to do a career starter course and if any employees are out there in the electrical or carpentry my son is a doer. He there you go. Drive. He works on the farm on the weekends, and he is an awesome person. Yeah, yeah. He'll make it. That attitude definitely will make it. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Good stuff, so, Kel. And, and I see that I get both sides of the story in the work that I do, and there is... Um, yeah, it's both types of kids not wanting to work, but there's also the industries too that are killing themselves maybe in the wages because of the work and that, that they don't pay equivalent mm. to what um, others do. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. And good luck with your boy. Thanks. Going you, Kelly. Yeah, if someone contacts us, we'll get your number, Kelly, and yeah. put you on. We've got... We got uh, oh, yeah, really quickly, we'll finish with Jim, yeah. Jim from All's End. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, so I think that maybe we're all a bit hyper-fixated on wealth and money and success, and maybe the young generation has just decided that maybe that's not all that cracked up it's cracked up to be, and um, maybe just live your life, and who cares how much money you've got when you die, because let's face it, the uh, the headstone doesn't say how much money you've got, it says in loving memory of, you know, so mum, I, dad I, and kids. I agree with all of that, Jim, and I absolutely do, because we are forcing this work-life balance them, mm. uh, again. What I don't agree with, though, they still need to pay their way. Yeah, and it can't oh, be up, 100%. It can't be up yeah. to the taxpayers to support a generation no. that just want to have a lovely life. Yeah, true, true. I just, I just think that maybe you know, put it all into perspective. You know, what are we all here for? You know, yeah. connection, oh, people. You know, love. You know, I agree so. with all of that. But as Steve said, we just got to yes, make sure long, they can pay their way. As long as they pay their way, yeah. I don't care if they're rich or whatever. Um, but yeah, don't, uh, don't. Oh, n- never mind the bloody government, <laughs> mum and dad. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but you're right. You yeah. know, uh, because he's right. Really, we're, we're all turning into this work-life balance and, and all that gear, which is very true. Yeah. So maybe we're sending mixed messages as well. True. 
Because the pandemic taught us that, yeah. didn't it? Or it reminded of something we already knew. Yeah. Um, to find that work-life balance. Um, but they, they've taken it and they've run with it. Haven't they? <laughs> Haven't they? <laughs> they forgot about the work bit. Hey, Steve, quick mother-in-law story. Oh, good. Wait, oh my wait. God. Let what? me get comfy. <laughs> Coffee, go. This was when we were obviously overseas uh, in Dublin with mm-hmm. my mother-in-law and we decided, Mike and I, to take her away to the West Coast, over to Galway for a few days. Oh, nice. It was lovely. She doesn't get out much. No, she doesn't. And especially spending time with her son and her favourite daughter-in-law. <laughs> I hope that gets back. Um, <laughs> she tells her all the time. I do. I say, it's your favourite daughter-in-law on the phone. <laughs> she goes, shh. But anyway, so we're away over in Galway and we're at this hotel, uh, which is beautiful. It's on the water. It's one of those buffet breakfasts included yes. every day. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. go down to breakfast and um, I'm kind I'm being the good daughter-in-law. I'm jumping up and I'm going, what can you, what, do you want some sausages? What do you want? I'd run off and get them. Yep. And I was, you know, being made to go and get all this food. And I'm thinking, you're four foot nothing. Where are you putting all this, <laughs> you little guts? <laughs> anyway, as we're leaving, I realised where she was putting it all first. This is day one. Uh-huh. She's got napkins and she was stealing food oh, from the buffet. Well wrapping played. it up for later. Yeah, a bit of old school there, as you'll find. It's, yep. It's, Generation of uh, no waste. Well, that's it, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah. And it's like, but we don't need to be stealing food. <laughs> we can afford to buy you a sandwich later. She's going, but, but it's all there. It's well, going to go to waste. Was it like apples and, because and, I know they, they oh, love croissant, croissants. Croissant. Oh, croissants. Yeah. Croissant. Yep. Brown bread, mm-hmm. two sausages, yep. some cheese. She's putting, this, she's putting some hot sausages <laughs> in yes. her napkin. Oh I'm not my kidding. god, they get all greasy. Yeah, I know. My favourite bit was uh, as you leave the buffet, there was a beagle. <laughs> <laughs> but that's day one, and I'm thinking maybe she was just excited. Yeah. No, day two, day three, day four, we're wow. still stealing food, <laughs> and then it's piling up in a room. It's like, oh my, we, you can't do this. You trap rats. <laughs> Or the Loch Ness Monster, even though he's in Scotland, I know. It's, it's phenomenal when you say stealing, but also the amount, right? Something about a buffet mm. makes you hungrier than you are. 100%. What is that? And we feel like we're entitled because we've paid for it, in inverted commas, Absolutely. somehow. Absolutely. So you want to get your money's worth. Yeah, there's nothing nothing better than filling that plate with watery scrambled egg. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to introduce her to an esky next time. Uh-huh. Because they don't have eskies over there. Don't they? No, well, they don't need it. No, true. No. Put the beers outside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Put them on the step. So she'd go back to the room and this unloaded all in the hotel yeah, room. But then, but if we were on a big car drive... Good on her because she was the only one that had a little nibble. Very smart. It was stuck in a purse. I mean, yuck. (laughs) Damn it. There is a joy about going away with your parents. Is there? Yeah, yeah. You get to realise that we're not like them. (laughs) And let's hope it stays that way. Oh, no, we will become them. Oh, no, we will. Without question. We will. Just the other day I yelled at someone for parking in front of my house. (laughs) The most popular entertainment. We're here to be entertained. That's entertainment. Okay, well, just a quickie. Mm. Do you remember which movie this came from? (laughs) It's our fate. The ghost. It is ghost. Doing a bit of pottery. That's it. So back then, 30 years ago, over over 30 years ago. Yeah, it's like 1990 this film came out. So 33. Um, Obviously, it was Patrick Swayze playing the role of Sam and Demi Moore, his wife. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Now it's going to be remade. Wow. With none other than Magic Mike at the Pottery Wheel. Channing. Oh, really? Channing Tatum. Okay. He has his own production company and he's um, he's secured the rights to the film, so he will be remake- remaking it. So they're aiming like being 30 years, just a whole new audience 100%. and everyone else who's just curious. Yes. And because I actually watched it recently, the special effects... Terrible. You, oh, my God. Yeah. You actually <laughs> laugh when Patrick Swayze goes up into yeah, heaven. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You laugh. Yeah. You don't cry anymore. Yeah, okay. Right? So, <laughs> you so don't cry anymore. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, and this was over holidays as well, uh, there was that Christmas debate for Die Hard being a Christmas yes. movie. Anyway, watch the effect when Alec... Oh, I'm sorry, Rickman... Uh, yeah. He's falling. He's falling. I remember it. It's so bad. Oh, so bad. We could do better in studio now with Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, on yeah. that level, yeah. otherwise, yeah. you're right. I'd... Although, will it be a pottery thing or, you know, uh, well, OnlyFans? Ch- <laughs> <laughs> Channing actually has said, mm, "Look, yes, I love the pottery scene. It you is can't very sexual. Magic, though, can you? you can't. So he said there will be some changes. So I don't think he's planning on putting the pottery scene in. Would it be big changes like Top Gun Maverick, where they didn't play uh, volleyball shirts off on the beach <laughs> this time? Play, they play football. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like we need to change this up. Yeah, maybe not pottery. Maybe." What else could you do? Macrame. Absolutely. At that pause, were you equally as scared as me as to what Tanya was about to suggest? <laughs> yes, I was. Oh, good. <laughs> who's who's going to play like the Demi Moore character? That hasn't said yet. But his girlfriend in real life is Zoe Kravitz. Now, oh. she is one sexy Mexi. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I don't know what a Mexi is. No. So don't come at me. No, I'm, it's, I'm, just ri- it's just rhyming. Okay, good. But she's gorgeous. So, okay. maybe they'll stay together long enough to make a movie together, because I'd love to see her in that role. Who was the... Oh, Whoopi Goldberg, that's right. She, yes. was, the, she was the clairvoyant she was the kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many roles to fill. And the, I love ba- it. the baddie... His mate. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there was a baddie. There was a baddie, yeah. <laughs> they killed him. Oh, I've never seen it. Yeah. What? <laughs> You've you never seen, seen Ghost. Ghost. That's your homework, mister. Nah. Ghost, notebook, yeah. the sound of music. Yeah. Well, what's, goes the, on. what's the commonality there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Love. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. Not a car chasing sight. <laughs> um, ahead of Australia Day, mm-hmm. um, I was curious about this particular article that I read that was talking about the most famous Australian of all time. Ooh, of wow. all time. Yeah. Wow. So I'd go Paul Hogan. Oh, you're spot on. Oh, really? Yeah, you're spot on. That's what they said. Paul Hogan is... That really ruined that, Stephen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Might as well go to the ads. But I... Well, well, <laughs> sure I'm ruined your story. I mean, who is it, Tim? <laughs> That's better. I can't think. No, but this was <laughs> judged it's, 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 on an international. international and a local level. Oh, not just a local. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Closely followed. Okay, see if you can get number two then, Smarty Pants. <laughs> is this international level? It had to be both local, domestic market, and internationally the most famous Australian of all time. Now, they're both modern day. Oh, I don't even... Barry Humphreys. Nicole Kidman. You're both good today. Risey got that one. So that's number two. Right. There you go. Yeah. Wouldn't you think Dame Edna, though? Or maybe maybe she was just England and here. Yeah, true. Not the States. America, no. Yep. Okay. So that's what knocked her out. But it got me thinking, we Mm -hmm. should do one of these. The list. The list. Because even though that's what they say sure. is the most famous Aussie of all time, yeah. um, what do we say? Can we do a list? Three five three. Give us a call. Tanya and C want to talk to you right now. Most famous Aussie of all time. One triple three five three. I think now. you have to answer this question on a personal level. Yeah. Okay. As opposed to stats. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. like 
who the most famous Australian in your world yes. or in your heart or whatever it might I be. I agree. Bring it back to personal. We're not trying to prove anything on the world stage. Um, but yeah. if you had to, had to name who you think the most famous Australian person is, who would that be? Oh. And it is it is a very personal thing because if all if your head's in the sporting world, sure, you've probably got a very different take on this story. There you go. See, my head immediately, to be honest, though, goes to Molly, Molly Meldrum. Yeah, on a level yeah. of for me, growing up, blah blah yep. blah. He was the guy that connected all of these big, huge stars around the world. Yes, he was kind of wow. Yeah, he they knew all them. know who Molly is. Yeah, he knew them. So that made him a famous Australian to me. Yeah, okay. And he had his pants on those days yeah. too, yeah, which he, I, I much prefer. He tended to keep them on. One triple three five three. Give us a call As right now. <laughs> Georgia from Abermain has got a awesome one. Oh, An Georgia, awesome one. who is your most famous Aussie of all time? Steve Irwin, oh, for sure. You tick every box with that one, don't you? I know. I can't believe no one's mentioned it. Yeah. But it might just be an age thing because I'm 22, so it might just be me growing up with him. Oh, see, I thought you might have been too young for Steve Irwin. No, no, no I grew up with him in Bindi when they had that cooking show and everything. Oh, oh. right. Okay. See, yeah. the, the one thing people forget, Georgia, and, and we were both around to see it too, Tanya, uh, he wasn't that liked in Australia. No, uh, no, he wasn't. <laughs> because people would be like, "Oh, he, he's embarrassing." We yeah. don't all look like that. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. really till he died that everyone turned on yeah. the, the other way. You're the same age as my son, Georgia. So were you as devastated as him when he died? Because you guys were still little. Yeah, look, I was pretty sad. I remember watching his funeral and everything with my grandma. But I think I walked out of school and everyone was like, "Oh, Steve Irwin died." So. I, it was pretty sad. Yeah, mm. yeah, very much. It was a shock. Well done. I think that yep. that is definitely on the international yes. and local stage. For well sure. done. Thank you. Definitely. All right, we got to uh, give it Raymond Terrace. Who do you reckon, mate? Olivia Newton-John. Oh yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, international. Yes. Like America, England, Australia. Definitely. <laughs> Wish mm. I thought of that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Sadly, missed. Yes. yes, sadly, we, both those people have gone last year, didn't we? As yeah. well, Chantelle at Westwall's End. Hello. Hi. Who do you think the most famous Aussie is? Um, like I was telling, we grew up in South Africa, so Kylie Minogue was the real Australian hero oh, to us. Really? And singing way back then, the locomotion. It was a big song for us, a Christmas holiday, you know, like a um, summer holiday song, yeah. theme song. Yep. Yeah, so to me, she was very Australian. Wow. Jeez, I didn't know that um, I would have put her, like, in Australia and um, England, mm. but definitely not the UK, uh, sorry, America so much, and I had no idea she was big in South Africa. Yeah, we got neighbours too. We used to watch that. Oh. So being a teenager, it was, wow, I want to live there. And I was about to say, she was, that's what made you move here. Hey, neighbours. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chantel. Thank you. Uh, um, one triple three five three. Peter at Fletcher. Uh, we don't have time to go to him, but he also said Kylie Minogue as well. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, she, uh, like you, I was surprised on Jasmine's visit. She knows Kylie. Does uh, she? She had hits in Holland and, and Europe. Yeah, I was yeah, surprised okay. too. Must, and they got neighbours. I must say, she was rattled around when I was in Germany. Yeah. Kylie Minogue. I was in a bar in Germany and they were playing what? Kylie Minogue. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty hard when you go, wow, I love this. I should be so lucky. I mean, you know, <laughs> hand that man card back in. <laughs> what about Thor? You reckon Chris Hemsworth is like almost at the top Ooh. of that list as well? Or has is is he got a few more years to wait to maybe. get that icon status? Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll so make him you wait. know, you get around that and then you go, well, hang on, Russell Crowe. True. You mm. know, on those levels that we're... Yeah. But I think with the Irwins, 
uh, and uh, who was the other big one? Um, Steve Irwin and uh, uh, Molly. I Molly. mean, mm. uh, they're known by. Mm. It's almost like how big they are outside of Australia. Yeah, isn't it? true. Yeah, anyway. No one said Humphrey B. Bear. <laughs> I loved Humphrey. <laughs> it's tenure and Steve. Yeah, he just, he's a domestic love. Like Molly, he wasn't good with pants. <laughs> 52. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud and clear, cause Tanya and Steve.